about Jesus sure makes your heart feel happy. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. That was a beautiful sight. You mean it is a beautiful sight. The mountains covered with living green, the valleys with olive groves, sheepfolds, activity. All of God's world is beautiful. True, my friend. But I wasn't talking about that. Things of nature are beautiful. The miracles Jesus performs of healing physical illnesses are beautiful. But none is so beautiful and wonderful as the healing cleansing of a human soul from the illness of sin. You're thinking about that girl back there. Her and others. Her faith. Her belief shone through her smile as surely as the sun shines through the day. Her face lit up. She beamed. I see not how anyone could resist the power of salvation with her positive faith proving that Jesus is the way, the light, and salvation unto eternal life. And the seventy returned again to Jesus with joy. Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions over the power of the evil one, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. I think I understand every meaning in the Master's words, save one. And that was, my young John? Why are we not to rejoice in the fact that devils and evil spirits and all manner of disease and sickness are subject to the power given us by the Master? You did not finish the statement. Oh, oh yes, we are to rejoice that our names are written in heaven, but just what... I'll explain. Um, think of two people, yourself and, and me. We are both lost in a deep ravine with no way out. You have no way of helping me out, neither have I of helping you. Suddenly, there appears a vine growing all the way to the top, a strong vine. You grab it and climb. Soon you are at the top, safe. Now you can help me. You are in a position to, and you do. So it is with salvation. First, before you can show anyone else the way to salvation, you yourself have to know the way. Your name has to be in the books of heaven. Then and only then are you in a position to help anyone else to salvation. In that selfsame hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit and prayed, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, I thank thee that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. 
All things are delivered to me of my Father, and no man knoweth who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son, and he to whom the Son will reveal it. The promise of a Savior has been revealed to man since the beginning of this earth's history. First to Adam and Eve, then Noah, Abraham, and many more. We have sinned, Eve. We have cast the world into sin and sorrow, sickness and death. But God has promised a Redeemer. May he come quickly, for I should like to behold him. God commanded me to build this ark so that ye and ye and ye all may be saved from the coming of a flood of water. The Lord has also promised the coming of the Messiah to save the world from sin. May he come speedily. I should like to look upon his holy countenance. Father? Here I am, Isaac, my son. We have the wood and things to build the fire, but, but where's the lamb? My son, God will provide himself a lamb. Lay not thy hand upon the lad, Abraham, for now I know that thou fearest God seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. I will bless thee, Abraham. In thy seed shall all the nations on earth be blessed. The Messiah is coming to save the world. O oh God, let him come quickly that I may know the joy and wonders of his presence. The prayer of Moses to enter the promised land was denied, but a far greater experience was his. I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. And Jesus turned him unto his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things that ye see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye see, and have not seen them, and to hear those things which ye hear, and have not heard them. Brethren, I have not followed cunningly devised fables, for I heard a voice saying of Jesus our Lord, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. I say unto ye, brethren, that we now have a more sure word, the word of prophecy. Take heed unto it as unto a light that shineth in a dark place. We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible and Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye. 
This is Kim on my digital voice recorder making a report for health class. The teacher wants us to tell what we did today to stay healthy. Well, here's what I did. I didn't get mad at Alex. Let me explain. Alex loves to make my life miserable. He thinks it's so much fun to tease me about my hair. Okay, my hair is kind of strange. It doesn't really have a color. It's just kind of a bunch of colors all mixed up. My dad says it reminds him of an old car he once had. I hate my hair. So today, Alex walks up to me and says, Hey, Kim, I think I know what color your hair is. It's garbage. I felt myself getting really, really mad. But then I remembered something I learned in health class. Teacher said that getting angry is bad for your health. Your blood pressure goes up, your digestion stops, your heart beats faster than it needs to, and your muscles get tense, all because you're mad. That stress just sits there in your body, making your head hurt. So I had to decide right then and there if I was going to make myself sick or not. I looked right at Alex and said, I think you're right. My hair is the color of garbage. And that makes me very, very, very special. Then I smiled sweetly and walked away. Wow, not getting mad sure felt good. My heart didn't beat too fast, my digestion kept going, and my blood pressure stayed right where it belonged. I might not love my hair, but I sure love my health. God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, He established a health plan for every creature on earth. 
To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists.
boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Night Hunt by Kathleen Doray Law. It felt weird to be holding a Pathfinder meeting on the beach at seven o'clock in the evening, but the club was working on their shell honor, and this was a special opportunity. After several classes of learning about the different categories of shells, it was time to go hunting. Why are we doing this at night? Mariana asked their instructor, Mr. Friend. Well, there are mollusks that we can collect right here in the tropical island waters, he said, holding up a white cowrie with dark spots scattered over the back. This is a tiger cowrie. But why can't we come out here during the daytime, Cheryl asked. Cowries come out of hiding at night, Mr. Friend explained. Their enemies are out and about during the day, so they hide in the nooks and crannies of the rocks. At night, they come out on the lava rocks to feed on algae that waves wash over them during high tide. Uh, I don't swim that well, Lorinda said shyly. Oh, we won't be swimming on our hunting spree, Mr. Friend assured her. If you time the waves just right, you can go out right after the wave crashes on the rocks. Then you have a few seconds to search the tide pools and look carefully on the rocks for the feeding cowries before another wave comes in. Just watch the waves. For sure, replied Lorinda. By the way, Mr. Friend continued, in past times, people sometimes used white cowries for money in exchanging goods. Others may have used them for good luck charms. But here's something that's a bit strange. The Pathfinder's ears perked up. It's been reported that birch bark scrolls and stories have described white cowries found on river and lake banks far inland, he paused. There are several theories about how they came to be so far from the ocean. How do you think they got to be so far north and inland into Canada? Mr. Friend waited as the group thought about his question and talked among themselves. Maybe when the water of the flood that covered even the highest mountains receded, it left shells and sea creatures behind? Mariana ventured. Mr. Friend smiled. Yes, I think that's a logical possibility. Oh, I get it, Lorinda said slowly, grasping Mariana's idea. Noah's flood misplaced many sea creatures, Mr. Friend affirmed. It's yet another thing we observe in nature that strongly suggests a worldwide flood as recorded in Genesis. Mr. Friend paused and then reminded the Pathfinders, Okay, stay with your buddy, keep your flashlights handy, and watch your step. When Mr. Friend had given the final instructions, the girls went to work with their buddies. So where do you want to go? Mariana asked Cheryl. Cheryl pointed her flashlight at a group of rocks near them. Right there. Mariana nodded as they waited for the crash of the next wave. Let's go, Mariana called above the steady low roar of the ocean surf. The girls picked their way carefully out onto the lava rocks as the water receded back into the sea. Flashlight beams waved across the tide pools as the pathfinders spread out like sand crabs over the rocks. Working quickly, they poked around the holes of the porous lava rock, being careful to avoid the poisonous spines of the urchins that were sometimes found near the cowries. We'd better head back, Cheryl shouted after a few seconds. The girls clutched their bags and returned to their safe spots out of reach of the ocean spray. When the curling wave crashed on the rocks again, they headed back out. Occasionally, screams of surprise came from the Pathfinders who'd been too absorbed in their search for the cowrie shells and gotten soaked by an incoming wave. It's a good thing we have our swimsuits on, Cheryl laughed when the salty water soaked her back. Beams of light played over the rocks between the tide's ebb and flow. Occasionally, there was a shout of success such as, I found one! 
Excitement mounted as empty cowrie shells went into their bags. After an hour and a half, Mr. Friend blew on his whistle. Time to go, he announced. Everyone was reluctant to leave, but they followed Mr. Friend up the road. Along the way, they examined each other's finds with flashlights. Mariana had found one cowrie shell, and Cheryl had found two. It was great that everyone had found at least one. They were all white tiger cowries with dark spots. Several girls were shivering in their towels. Caught by a wave, Mr. Friend teased. That's why it's important to watch and be ready. Hey, that sounds just like our Bible lesson last Sabbath, Cheryl said brightly. You know, when Jesus told his disciples to watch and pray for his return? Now it makes more sense to me, Mariana said. Sometimes I was so interested in hunting for a cowrie, I wasn't watching for the incoming waves. Maybe that's a little bit like becoming so interested in parties, school, and activities that there's no time for Jesus in our day, Mr. Friend said thoughtfully. Good point, said Mariana. It was quiet for a moment, and then Cheryl said, If we miss being ready when he comes, we won't just get wet. We'll miss out on eternity with Jesus. And there is no way that's going to happen, Mariana responded with a smile. The story you have heard today is from God's Greatest Stories, written by various authors and compiled by Randy Fischel, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. Podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. And then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. So let the children come. Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at lifetalk.net.